Hey guys, so I want to talk to you guys about um, how to manage your finances as a single mom. I think we need a lot of help in this area, especially because so many things are coming at us at the same time, right? We, we have to deal with our children's emotional well-being, and that's not easy when you have to deal with the fact that they, you know, what if um, their dad isn't in their life? You have to deal with those emotional var- variances, right? And, and it gets it gets sticky. It gets hard to deal with. And more often than not, it's, you know, we're left picking up the pieces. So how can we manage our finances as a single mom on that perspective? I think the number one thing that I learned is if you're going after your dream, like let's say you know you're going after your um your dream whatever it is that you want to go after you cannot afford to go after your dream without a job you just can't there is no um well i'm gonna put all of my attention on this dream and then you know i'm just not gonna work If you don't have like a supportive mom, if you don't have like a supportive dad, if you don't have some type of supportive family, you're not going to have that luxury, you know? It's just not, I, I hear so many women say, oh yeah, no, a job is just not an option. Um, I'm sorry, but that has not been my case, you know? So I want to talk to you from my perspective. Um, I know some women that have been able to do it, um, but they either lived with their mom or they, I'm sorry, I was raised in foster care. I was adopted later, did not have a good relationship with my adopted family. So I had to struggle. I had to do it, um, by myself on my own. And if you have that same story as me, then you need to lock in and listen up because there is a way that you can still make it and still give your babies everything that you want to give them but it has to be done with a job okay you have to work your nine to five um and that nine to five is going to help you reach your dreams here's the thing about the nine to five is it can't be any old rinketing job right take a sip of my coffee before it gets cold Mm. so it has to be a job that aligns with what you're already doing right so let's say um For example, I'm in real estate. So when I decided to go after a job, the job that I wanted to go for was um, property management. I thought that that was so fitting and it really worked out. 
and it really tied all things together so don't just go for any job go for a stable job and if you can't find a job in what you want to do you know um get definitely absolutely definitely get a nine to five office job i'm not telling you to go get a job where you know um like it's food service and you're working all times a night listen or where it's just retail any type of service job is going to be like that but i really think that when your kids are home at night uh you need to be home at night you know you need to be the one bathing them and you need to be the one sleeping um putting them to sleep and laying down with them until they uh go to sleep because there are things that are happening to them during the day that you can't see and you're not going to be able to um to protect them from those things if you're not talking to them every day there is just you them going to school and you working at night and you never seeing them that that's whack and y'all need to not do that okay i can tell you from experience that in the long run you may think that it's working now but it's not working now it's not it's never going to work because in the long run what you're going to end up experiencing is um your children dealing with either extreme delinquency or um any type of deviant behavior you're going to see either um self-harm or um harm of others because a child is so very fragile in the beginning and they really need the nurturing they really need you to nurture them they really need your hugs they need your kisses they need you know for you to reassure them they're so insecure at a very young age and that is the time that is the most susceptible for you to be able to you know give them that reassurance when they are um young they need that you can you cannot not do that um and i had some really really hard battles with my oldest with suicide attempts and um you know a lot of deviant behavior a lot of well i'm not gonna listen to mom because she doesn't love me anyway right so which was not the case you know as a single mom i had to work two jobs and i had to make sure that i was you know the provider because we were left wanting and i had to do that for my um oldest daughter and you know what looking back at it now it could have been so much different but because i was so young i didn't have first of all our brain isn't fully developed until well into our 20s maybe mid 20s to late 20s and when i say our brain isn't fully developed that's the part of the brain that is responsible for risk management it's not fully developed and you can't you don't know how to troubleshoot as well as you should uh so as an adult to live an adult life you really need to be able to you know troubleshoot as a parent and i just i did not have it but in my mind i knew i needed to provide and so i had two jobs and 
it left my baby very vulnerable to abuse and it was horrible she was you know molested and tortured at um at a very very early age in a day in a babysitter's house so I don't recommend that and that was an overnight kind of situation like I'm working at night I don't recommend that so try to stay away from that if you possibly possibly can um so but you have to have a stable job you have to um in my opinion has to be nine to five so that you can be at home with your babies when they're going to sleep and they're their most relaxed and they can tell you everything that happened in their day because that's really important aside from playing with them in the time when they're laying down that's when they're most relaxed and they will tell you everything so uh second you need to find a cheap rental again you know my story so this is not for the single mom that has support from her parents you know um I won't knock anybody's hustle I won't knock anybody's you know struggle but it's a different type of struggle when you're really doing it by yourself struggle when you really don't have anybody not even mom to lean back on like you have to grind you have to like really hustle and so that brings me to my next point second on the list would be you absolutely have to find a cheap rental there is no reason why you need to have a three-bedroom house unless you're like on section 8 or something you need to find a cheap rental because this house is supposed to be the temporary home that you're in while you're building your dreams it's not supposed to be you know your forever home so if you're looking for a forever home in a rental you got to stop that you know because you're going to need to be able to have money put aside while you're not making a lot of money when you're in this nine to five you need to be able to put money aside um to create an effective budget you cannot live off of a savings living off of the savings then what happens when there's an emergency so no we get a cheap rental what i did was i got a really cheap rental um it was a one bedroom the living room was really small it was really tiny it reminded me like of a tiny home but what i felt was that i needed just a one bedroom just make sure that you get a one bedroom don't go any smaller because you need to be able to close the door so you can turn on the lights anything like that you know gives you studio vibes you have to stay away from it because even now um you know if i would have been filming this and the door would have been or it would have been a studio um style apartment she my daughters would have woken up my kids would have woken up so i um i stayed away from studios but i tried to get something super super cheap so the next thing would be um you want to make sure that you create a budget now here's the thing right to be ultra effective and to be um to come out on top in this situation to be successful 
you have to create a quarterly budget. Do not create a monthly budget. Monthly budgets leave too, it leaves too many room, too much room for error. And you don't want to leave room for error because what what will happen in the quarterly budget and this is what's happening in the monthly budget and this is why we're losing so much by the end of the quarter is because all right we think we have money in January oh good we have that money bam that's great this is what we're gonna do we have that money and then we go towards March now in January we're good right in January we're super super good but then we have that extra expense in February that hits us that we don't realize oh shoot now my savings has dwindled down now I don't have what I thought I was gonna have in March now March rolls around and when you try to pay your rent you're at a negative and you have to go find a loan you have to be so stable for your kids for yourself get to play around with this anymore you have to do a quarterly budget if you want to um be able to over survive right because we're trying to self-actualize it's all about making sure that we make it to the next level and we cannot make it to the next level if we're working on surviving if we're working on shelter on food you know because this is what ends up happening is when you're not budgeting that the the budget by a quarterly um means then what you end up doing is you end up running around all over the place right all over town looking for rental assistance programs like i'm not knocking rental assistance you definitely need to do that if you're a single mom but what is the issue is that when you have to sit at dss for an entire day just to be able to talk to a worker and i am in new york you know so i'm primarily when i say dss i am talking about the department of social services if you're in florida then you're we're talking about dcf you know but in florida things are a little differently right and which i'm sure that things are a little different in in other states primarily the point is that you have to spend an entire day or two days or three days looking for different assistance programs maybe going door to door you know from organizational organization trying to figure out who is going to um give you the money that you have short for the rent that is so not cool and we got to stay away from doing that because that's i don't want to do that i wouldn't want to do that i've done it i don't want to do that so making sure that you create that um that quarterly budget and you track your income and expenses um that's so important you know uh i did create an excel that pulls everything over to the next month and to the next pay period and the next pay period and all you have to do is plug in i'll make sure that i'll give you guys a link um but the next thing is uh setting spending limits listen setting spending limits goes it ties all in with tracking your income and expenses and making sure that you create that quarterly budget start with a quarterly budget once you have graduated the quarterly budget and you feel like you know you're you're in there like swimmer then you might want to go to a biannual budget the biannual budget is where it's at 
you know, and then making like an entire year's budget, but graduate don't get there you know you start first grade then second grade then third grade right you don't go from first grade to fifth grade so don't push yourself have grace on yourself you know um that's all part of being financially savvy is having that grace on yourself the third what would i say let me see (laughs) so the fourth main thing would be emergency fund emergency fund emergency fund emergency fund girl get you an emergency fund those things are like it is the latest iphone emergency funds are so much more on point than anything else you listen the thing that's always hit me has been emergencies you don't want to get to an emergency and have absolutely no funds to help you fix it you know what the average car repair is anywhere from five to five hundred to a thousand dollars how are we going to be able to cover the rent and take care of this emergency if you're already on paycheck to paycheck if you're on paycheck to paycheck you absolutely have to you know get it together because you're not going to be able to survive on a paycheck to paycheck and out of nowhere you get hit with this emergency that you have to take care of because for whatever reason maybe it's your car car emergencies man i feel like it's like the thing and i wouldn't want to get caught with another car emergency it luckily for me my support system is real like i've i got some real ones on my team so luckily for me i'm able to you know um have a ride to work where i otherwise would not have been able to have a ride to work and i do mean like i live an hour away from work with this new york traffic so um yeah i got some real ones on my team um so but that emergency fund is so important um and you know having that nine to five while you're building your dreams is going to be really important too because when you have a stable nine to five that's usually an office job you usually get bonuses at the end of the year you know and those bonuses are awesome because those bonuses kind of put you back on the map so um my next point would be prioritizing essential expenses uh you know getting your weave done is not essential I I'm sorry I don't know who needed to hear that but getting your weave done is not essential you know not if you're gonna put it on credit and then your credit is gonna start going down listen that credit is a one steak sauce you have to make sure that you have credit because without good credit your credit is like your boyfriend start you have to start seeing it like that right because if you don't then you're gonna keep screwing around with your credit and then you are not going to be able to um to do anything you cannot be your own support and at this point you have to be your own support this is the whole reason why we do you know a job while we're trying to self-actualize and have all these things you have to make sure that um that you prioritize your needs versus your wants 
you need the rent right you cannot keep buying clothes going to get your nails done i was dealing with a tenant the other day and god helped me i was trying to uh, save her from getting evicted um but what i came to find out was that she was a young girl that always had super elaborate nails guys unless you're doing it yourself everybody knows everybody knows that these super elaborate nails are very expensive they're very expensive one time my daughter got these super super elaborate nails and it cost me a hundred and twenty dollars i was not happy um and i I, she got yelled at like no you ask me (laughs) you ask me it's already enough that i'm getting your nails done um but you ask me next time we're not doing all that okay um so (laughs) you have to prioritize when you go shopping for some clothes and then you can't pay your rent where are you gonna put all these clothes at where are they going in a box in a storage if you can even afford it you know because storages are not cheap okay and it's it's expensive so prioritize now next point is explore government assistance programs i was talking to a guy the other day who retired his mom and his mom is now you know she's not working anymore and um and i was like you need to get like food stamps you need to get like you know put your mom on disability apply for it wait for it to come that's a waiting game all in its own if she's disabled she needs to get it and he didn't look like he really wanted to hear too much about the assistance and i'm like man pride comes before the fall if you're a single mom you need to get every piece of ounce of assistance that you can possibly get if you can qualify for wit get that wit girl if you can qualify for food stamps get the food stamps do you know that food stamps kept me on the mat do you get what i'm saying if you can get child um care get child care get it and stop playing around you guys this is important okay another thing about government assistance right is going to school and getting the Pell Grant. There's so much money in school, you know, whether it's scholarships, scholarships, that's not money that you're, you know, you're gonna have to earn that money, but there are so many grants. Now, the next point is child support and alimony. child support has literally been the fight of me and my ex's entire relationship like down to when we got married it was like the basis of our fight um (laughs) it it was bad it was bad so i know that here in in new york they have a law where if the mother has been part of some type of um domestic violence she didn't have to put 
her children's father on child support um so it kind of like protects in a sense but uh, if other than that put him on child support put him on child support stop playing girl stop listen if he gets mad that he's on child support that man is a thief he is a thief he's not a father he's a thief and he's expecting you to pay all of no okay what happens like for me for example having to go to the hospital take off of work you know all these different things to support my my oldest daughter who had a lot of um suicidal thoughts and attempts and all of that and uh what happens when you know you have to have that extra support when you need money for childcare, when there is a copay when all these different things happen um you have to get it from him he is responsible for that child just your responsibility and don't you dare feel guilty for putting him on child support cut it out like y'all you have no idea the trauma that i've gone through because of of child support put him on child support how dare he think that he's not supposed to provide for his children because he doesn't live with you because you guys are not together i don't need to be with you for you to provide i remember my ex once told me why don't you get your boyfriend to pay the child support my boyfriend is not responsible for these kids you get what i'm saying and i was a younger girl at the time who child but put him on child support alimony mm, i'm gonna leave that there <laughs> i don't i'm you know eh, i'm not trying to kill him i just need him to take care of these kids he doesn't have to take care of me but he can take care of his kids okay so my next point would be education and career you have to make sure that you're bettering yourself you have to make sure that you're doing this for your kids because more money means more stability bottom line if you have um you know the extra coming in right um there's a lot of jobs that'll look at you like you know you're less than because you don't have um the special training from <laughs> hey from a bachelor's program that probably didn't you I'm just saying but it I think that with a bachelor's program too it really shows commitment it shows stability because for you to finish a four-year program it needs you need stability you do um so definitely go after some career development whether you're getting certified in in certain things there are colleges that will give you a degree based on certificates and life experiences so take that into account thing i want to say is uh insurance coverage guys i am a big proponent of whole life insurance you have to get it and also in getting whole life insurance that leads me to the next thing don't go for one that's super expensive that's not the goal you know the goal is to make sure that um you know you are you have a life insurance plan that can be into your budget and you don't have to worry about how you're going to make your bills and the life insurance plan my uncle had a two hundred thousand dollar 
um, plan for $10 a month. When I saw it, I was so mad <laughs> because I was paying $150 a month for a $200,000 plan and I was way younger than him, you know? So I'm like, where, make that make sense, you know? Uh-uh. So, uh, you know, health insurance. So the thing about health insurance, right? If you're not getting it through your job, I definitely would recommend to get Medicaid. Like, stop the price. Okay, remember, pride comes before the fall, so we're not trying to get there. Um, so the next thing I would say is negotiate your bills and expenses. I had T-Mobile for the longest, and at the time I was getting, um, I was making 58,500 um, 58, a year, and I, which, by the way, it's it's um the law you have to get paid 58,500 in Suffolk County that's the law um so when I saw that and I end my rent I think at the time was like 1800 um so making that much money to you know the debt ratio it was just like I was throwing 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 I was throwing away money and when it came time for a huge emergency I didn't have it I did not have it I didn't have it because I was throwing away money then I came and I saw my T-Mobile bill this ridiculous T-Mobile bill that I was paying $300 for some odd reason a month for and I said, what am I spending three? In the beginning, I used to look at the bill and be like, wow, that's outrageous. And still pay it like a crazy person. But no, those days are completely over. You, If you can find like a bundle, get a bundle. I know here in New York, there's um, for optimum internet, you can get internet and phone service and get $15 off of your internet and get the phone service for $45 a month and then on top of that you can get $30 off of your internet bill because if you have assistance so if you're able to apply for this assistance program and it's able to be verified that you get food stamps or Medicaid or whatever then you also get that lowered look for deals like that don't stop shopping there is a chinese proverb that says that a wise man shops at more than three stores for the for whatever it is that he's looking for shop around don't settle you don't have to settle you know that's the good thing about capitalist country like a capitalist society we're able to go to many different businesses and shop we have a market we have that and use it it's at your disposal so the next thing I would say is save for future goals you know I don't like being in a car payment I don't want to be in a car there's I don't want it I'd rather put a thousand dollars aside make sure that I have money for if in case the car you know needs work done I have that boom but um 
making sure that I have enough savings for in order to buy another car right so off top that's six thousand dollars I need to have at minimum in my savings account to be able to maneuver certain situations right you don't want to get caught not doing the right thing because you can't afford it you can't afford it and the minute that you start losing on your finances you have to go running around looking for assistance like I said so um, my next point would be debt management don't put everything as a matter of fact don't even use your credit cards like and I know that people say credit utilization guys I've tried 30% it hit my credit it hit my credit so you have to like I said you have to really you um, treat your credit like your main man like that's that's he he's it <laughs> he's it because he's the one who's going to be buying you all your pretty things that's him that credit so maybe uh debt manage okay um make sure that you know you don't go over the top now educating yourself on financial strategies is a thing you got to get there you got to get there you have to start looking for content to help you there's a lot of um experts that you can get you know advice from you can read books there's um there's wealth books that you can read that will help you understand wealth better um will help you understand different bank assets banking assets that will help you you know like annuity accounts Roth IRAs these things are really valuable um, because when you accounts like these you become the bank to the bank and then you get to charge them a margin and when you're charging that that margin is the interest right so all right I'm gonna lend this to you but what are you gonna give me a return and there's a lot of places that you're able to, you know, do that with. Um, so, and there's a lot of accounts that you're able to do that with. So you want to make sure that you're really like jumping on board with that. And last, but absolutely not easy, I have to say, guys, seek support and community. You have, you need stability for this one. You're going to need to stay in one place for this you cannot hop around from house to house from town to town from state to state you need to stay put in one place no more moving around because then you start working on your stability in that state or in that place and then you move and here goes all your stability down the drain all your support you're not going to be able to find other people like that when god brings people in your life cherish those people cherish the people that are really really there for you you know got your back doing everything that you need um and then when you have the opportunity like when your taxes come spot them a little do something nice for them you know they're gonna appreciate that because people are accounts I see everyone 
in my life as a bank account. Let me explain. You have to put something into that relationship. You have to deposit an act into that relationship. Whatever kind of act of love it is, you have to deposit that. You have to make sure that, you know, you're giving into that relationship, um, whether it's a gentle um, thank you or a gentle compliment, right? Um, whether it is um, honestly uh, a card, a box of chocolates, a coffee, you know, doesn't always have to be gifts. You could try to be there for them. Hey, can I help you with that? Right? Um, if you're on that personal level with them, you could give them a hug. But, eh, you know, eh. Um, not that I'm very, very, very affectionate, but not everyone is, right? Um, so we want to make sure that we're keeping these things appropriate. Take them out to lunch right and it's not always easy when you don't have the money but when you start thinking in terms of long term i need to nurture this relationship so that i can keep receiving fruit from this relationship you have to do that because people are accounts okay that's why in the bible it talks about being reconciled to your brother that word reconciliation that's an accounting term you when you are reconciled to your brother what it's saying is you're taking this account and this account and you're reflecting them. You're putting them together to see where the discrepancy is so you guys can fix it and you guys can forgive each other. So I didn't get, I didn't get this from myself. This is definitely a, a biblical thing that people are accounts and love is currency. And the more love you put into a relationship is the more, um, you know, money is sent you in that account however the more that you show up late to work right that's your relationship with your boss the more that you're not doing your work the more that you're not picking up the slack in that sense you are putting a debt on that account so and even with your friends the more that you gimme 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 I don't give you nothing 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 we're gonna have to work on that and fix that because we really need to make sure that we're nurturing our support system um and our support system is what's going to give us everything we need if there's rules right if they have rules to whatever it is that they're doing we have to respect their boundaries that's part of putting a deposit into that account okay now i want to say this because your finances are the okay and how you're dealing with the list of things that I just explained and described they are your foundation you're going to have to put these in place because they're systems you need systems in place in order to um, survive in order to thrive okay so I'll share this with you and because this this one is really important right so in having this job and this one was my hardest like lesson because I kept thinking no I need to focus I need to you know go after what it is that I felt like God was telling me to do and um, yeah 
definitely wasn't doing that. Um, and then I found the scripture. And the scripture is 1 Timothy 5, verse 8. But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Do you know an unbeliever isn't just someone who doesn't believe in Christ, who doesn't believe in God? An unbeliever is someone who doesn't believe in themselves, who doesn't believe in you, who doesn't believe in anyone. Because, and this is like, believing in yourself is everything. You're never going to be able to make it if you don't believe in yourself because nobody else does. Your dream and your vision is your vision. Nobody will be able to understand it. Nobody will be able to see it. People will think you're crazy because they it, it may look a little all over the place. And people may not understand what you're doing. You have to believe in yourself. But what the scripture is saying here is that if you don't um, provide for the members of your household, as a single mom, you don't have the luxury. You don't have the luxury to go and tittle-tottle your money away. You know, you don't have the luxury to go and get money away. And when you're not... When you're not creating these systems and putting these systems in place so you could be successful you are gambling with your children's lives you know and that and literally you're gambling with their lives because that makes them sick that makes them sick then they don't even want to be home you know depression is the leading mental illness and there's a reason for that you know this is a spiritual warfare and I didn't understand as a young girl was that a spiritual warfare is it results in the physical because everything in the unseen everything in the scene was made from the unseen so you have to make sure that you're taking care of your household because when you're not taking care of your household you're doing essentially is you're allowing for things to attach to you that you don't want attaching to you you know this worse than an unbeliever the book of revelation calls that the dog spirit now that dog spirit that dog spirit is all things hell all things evil well guys that's all the time i have for today